Welcome to City in Snow. This is a modified Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition Let's Play podcast. I'm Lizzie, I use she, her pronouns, and today I'm green with tattoo envy. Hi, I'm Izzy, I use they, them, I play Yor, who's a tiefling paladin, and last time they went with Ilavara to fetch Marib, and they pried her away from her fighty business by using outspokenness that I don't have. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lane. I use she, her, and I play Hannah, who is a half-elf fighter. And last time was probably the first time she was ever really scared in her entire life. Hi, my name is Miranda. I use they, them, or he, him, and I play Six. It's Maxi Sorcerer, who last time caused Hannah to be the most scared she's ever been. <laughs> by releasing a tentacle from another dimension. Hi, my name is Anna. I use she, her, and I play the Hermetic Redblade Ilivara, who last time resisted the urge to hold yours hand. <laughs> last time the party split up. <laughs> Ilivara and your... Uh, went out on the chilly streets of Albanistan to track down the members of the First Bastion Mercenary Company who are out and about on their own business. Your serenaded Ilavara while they walked to the Anvil Paradise, a busy smithy guild, I guess restaurant? Restaurant bar? Where they found Marib letting off some steam in a fighting pit. Uh, she joined them to go find JT, who is located at the Coal River Inn in a similar part of the town. Meanwhile, Six and Hannah um, ran into Hannah's mama, Yana. Yeah, again. <laughs> As they returned to the Eclectic Eccentric, the magic store and home owned by the late Master Spellwright. They finally broke through the trap door and climbed down a ladder into a mysterious basement where they found the last items needed for the reincarnation ritual and Six accidentally set off a portal that opened to an inky, dark, terrifying world where a tentacle almost got him and uh, Hannah hacked it off and grabbed Six to get the fuck out of there. And that's where we leave y'all. I think... One of the last things was everyone was just on on the streets of Elthonistan, figuring out where their next destination is. Can I just say that someone with a store called the Eclectic Eccentric and a creepy basement underneath it is definitely into some some kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you missed one door, so <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I think you all searched his bedroom too. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, you're an Ilavara. Yeah, let's start with your Ilavara. <laughs> yeah, let's let. Uh huh. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> so the Coal River Inn is located on the western bank of the river. It is, it's hard to say, maybe a 10, 15-minute walk, and it's over a bridge from where you are now. It's in a, a slightly older part of the town. 
and it is a pretty easy to miss. So who's heading up this this expedition? And uh, what what are you telling Mara, if anything? Ilvara will probably just keep silent, respectfully, in Marib's presence. Does she look like she wants to talk? <laughs> I think that as much as she wants to talk, she also is trying to make sure that no one's overhearing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, part of part of the deal is that she's not running around in her full armor, and she is carrying her armor like on her back in a sack. So um, she's not really in like full battle ready to kill mode. She's in like, I'm ready to figure out what this situation is. And it hasn't interrupted my day so much to be a bother. Okay. So are you just heading to the hotel to the inn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would think either your or Marib should lead. Probably Marib if she's agreeable to that since she knows the town. Okay. Uh, she does know where this place is. Um, mm-hmm. She's been there a few times. And hmm, I'm trying to figure out if she gives you any advice, but, you know, I I think I think she's going to see... You're carrying your sword. Sword and... I forget the exact polar. Glaive. Yes. Yeah. And I was going to say halberd, but it's not that. And glaive. So, you know, you're... You're on the level. I think at some point, maybe, oh, maybe while you're waiting for traffic to pass, um, Marib is going to ask at some point, hey, um, you don't mind if I take a look at that sword later, do you? It looks like a fine piece of work. Mine? Uh, yeah. She visibly hesitates. I suppose that's all right. Maybe after we get all this sorted out, you just have like a little bit of a one-on-one. That'd be nice. Oh. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) No. Can I just ask her to crush my head with her thighs? <laughs> you can lose you can, it's purpose. a little in character. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you start rolling your next character. <laughs> Rob doesn't go fifty percent. She's all in. <laughs> this is what you requested. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. I just take a look at her own weapon and. Um, she's notably not carrying any weapons. Okay. She was just in the fighting pit with her fists? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, you have God. to do something different for a fighting pit with that. Part of the thing is that, like, the the goal is to, like, push someone out of the pit. Right. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> push their head off my shoulders. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not chop him into little bits, so... <laughs> You know, well, I'll I'll make um a sword version of that of that fun little game just for you <laughs> to request later because that would be neat. <laughs> I guess Ilvar is fine just leaving it as is. Yeah, I accept this duel. Okay, cool. 
Someone's gonna die. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, yeah. It'll be a good death. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Could I get perception checks while you're walking through town? Oh god. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Boy. Good start. Five. Cool. Are you both thinking about Marib's spies? Yeah, we're really distracted. <laughs> 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 we just like catch each other looking and we're just like we're like uh, glancing at each other like uh, <laughs> look away <Nuh-uh>. quickly <laughs> mixed emotions like yeah <laughs> no I I think at some point uh, Marib moves her her heavy sack of <laughs> jangly uh, metal um, from one shoulder to the other and you get the full range of shoulder and bicep and tricep going. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I need to make a fortitude save Honestly. <laughs> what do we roll? <laughs> Funny, no? you guys just had your first date and now we're just like <laughs> we're thirsting together. We're <laughs> <laughs> she could carry us both, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, Looks like definitely. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Me too. Um, I don't mind a concept from. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a twenty-one to keep myself <gasps> <laughs> on your feet. On my feet. A <laughs> L- little bit of a swoon on that thirteen yeah, for I your, but I think it's. I think you managed to catch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now Ilavar is going to want to go around without a jacket on. <laughs> Just showing off your... And deflex her little mm-hmm. non-existent muscles. Well, she was stretchy, though. That's that's also hot. <laughs> she's, she's quite acrobatic. Oh, yeah. So with that original perception of an 11 and a 5... I think you you don't notice the inn until Marib stops in front of it. That's like how unnoticeable this place is. So it's it's a dark building between a sleepy used furniture store and a boarded up tailor shop. It's about in the center of town on the west bank of the Coal River. And um, it's in a very unassuming but older section of town that doesn't get a ton of pedestrians. Um, It it does overlook the water, though, which is kind of neat. So... Is the general mm -hmm. feel of this place kind of sketch, or is it just an old part of town? It's not sketch. It's like... I wouldn't necessarily say run down because it's obvious that it's not falling apart and that it's taken care of, but this is like an older section of town. This is like you turn the street and you go from like old apartment buildings and like warehouses and like those expensive burger and beer shops and you turn the corner and it's like, oh, this is where the antique store is been around for 30 years and this is where an ancient church is that's just been in this town for 200 it's that part of town 
where like this is like the I don't want to say it's like the old town section because that's kind of implies that that's where tourists go. At least that's what I'm used to. This is the part of town that's like, oh, I need to get my vacuum fixed. That's not a very D and D thing. Uh, <laughs> let's D and Dify it. I need my ring of of jumping polished. <gasps> let's just for six. <laughs> How's this? There's a really specific um, bakery that's for a, a type of place that's like out of town. I've got it. I've got. I need to get my bag of holding stitched up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as you walk up to the front doors, a tall teen runs past you up the couple of steps into the hotel, runs in and does not hold the door open. Very rude. You're a bouncer, though, so you've got, you know what proper etiquette is <laughs> for this job. <laughs> they didn't even stop. <laughs> well, I guess I'll get the door then. Okay. Actually, I want to make another perception check just to see if anyone's suspicious nearby. Okay. Roll me a perception check. That's an eight. Uh, no, no. I think Ilvar just goes, youths. <laughs> Damn youths. <laughs> All right, I'll hold the door open for the other two then. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, when you open it, a little bell goes off. And you're in a nice little foyer. A little bit dark, but that's okay, because it's a little bit warm. And that's... Kind of all that matters on a cold winter day. A young half-elf pops up in the window of the cold check. Tears died. Mm. Uh, good day. Welcome in from the cold. Always nice to see new faces around here. I'm Sarwell, and I'll just hang up those cloaks if you don't mind. Do you need any help with any luggages or travel chests? We're not staying. Oh? Uh, in that case, what can I help you with? Accidental intimidate check. <laughs> it's just all of you. It's just a passive intimidation check. Yeah. <laughs> intimidation roll. I'll look to your face. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not the one the to talk friendly here. Friendly face. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Sorry. Uh, we're looking for JT. If you'd help us with that. Oh. Um. I can't confirm any personal details about our patrons. But you can ask at the front desk. Sounds good. Um, they hold their hands out for any cloaks. Do you, do you check any, no. any items? Nope. Okay. Head right in. Ilvar actively gives the open hand a, like, narrowed eyes, suspicious look at. Okay. Harassing minimum wage staff. <laughs> You know she's no witch. <laughs> this is a nice part of town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So when you walk in, the interior fixtures are um brassy, a little bit underlit, lots of old couches in like a forgettable dark green paisley type of pattern. A little bit of like a seventies seventies thing going on. 
where like the walls are like dark wood and the floor is like green. A long carpet leads across the lobby. It's worn a little bit um, and probably should have been replaced a long time ago. There are some people waiting individually on seating off the main carpet. All of them have mesker bags. A lot of them seem like teenagers. Um, some of them are drinking from mugs with like some very hot beverage things going on. They're like carafts of uh, hot water. And there's a short line in front of the desk. Um, it, we'll just is the line to the front desk or is that to you? Oh, it is a line to the front desk. Okay. <sighs> we don't have time for this. Uh, Marab's with us, yeah? Yeah. Marab, any idea? Well, uh, usually I just, I just wait in line. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, so us standing there, how long does it take for the the first person at the front of the line to get taken care of? Um, it's pretty quick, but there are like a solid five people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm too lawful to cut. <laughs> I want that on a, a mug. Oh, no, are you both lawful? <clears throat> no, I'm neutral good, but that doesn't mean... That's very your. Yeah. <laughs> your is very neutral. Yeah, that sounds right. <sighs> We're waiting on mine. You're waiting on mine? <laughs> yeah. Ilvar is very nice. irritated, but <laughs> just like crossed arms and just like very tense. <laughs> this kind of high octane DD, I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, a couple things as you wait in line, you notice every so often you hear a shump. Um, can't really see what that's connected to right now. Um, the line seems to mostly be made up of these, like, teenagers with messenger bags. Uh, instead of, you know, at a normal hotel, you might expect people coming in or people, um, handing back keys or groups of people entering in. But, um, this kind of just seems to be like, like a, a bunch of people grabbing things from the desk, saying thanks and leaving. So it goes by pretty fast. And once you get to the desk, um, and Marib is kind of standing behind you, taking taking everything in. And at some time she whispers, uh, actually, I've only been here once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite remember that one really well. Once you get to the desk, uh, it, it has a friendly little silk plant on one side, um, but behind it is this dour-faced old half elf, um, and behind her is a library index cabinet. It's like really big, and on uh, one side of the desk is a series of pneumatic tubes. Um, before she's able to address you, you hear two shum shum. And she swivels and retrieves paper bundles from from two different tubes. 
and she actually like has the people behind you cut ahead, hands them uh, the one, <sighs> hands it to one person and says, "Just one. The other is for me." And Prince says, oh, "Thanks," and walks out of the hotel. We're here for JT. <laughs> Just like uh. <laughs> so done. <laughs> oh, I can't confirm any personal details about our patrons. But if you would like to get a room, I can check the availability. I believe we should have three available, two available, one available. What do you need? Your uh we were oh. <laughs> We were told at the front that they could help us with this, yeah? That was like yep, two seconds ago, the, but it was a direct that's what language. The coach said. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I also like that Ilvar is like five feet tall and Yor is like, what, six foot or something? Six, yeah, or am I just five. imagining that? Okay. Not even. So, so I'm just the angry small gremlin. <laughs> small angry gremlin energy. Does the solidity of that clause uh, still apply with some authority? <laughs> what? Speak up! Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, we're, she we're leans here. over the oh. desk to give you a big old eye. <laughs> Aw, hi. <laughs> Unfazed. Um, <laughs> seems friendly. Uh... <laughs> We're actually here on mercenary company business, which is why we're looking for her, if that helps. Got any proof? Uh, there's um, there's a quick little zoom in the background, and she swivels, grabs the thing, and throws it to the person who is behind you, who then leaves. <laughs> You're like jazz hands to Marum. <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 um could i get a persuasion check with advantage from yeah your oh, yay oh something yours really good at okay go for below it. this will be <laughs> phenomenal you may or may not have inspiration laying we'll about hold you i'm not you, sure if it fails oh my god it's yeah fine. right oh, okay seven nice <laughs> okay those rolls were bad, by the way. <laughs> Without the plus, jeez. Uh, so, um, with the seventeen, Marib does this thing where she like looks across, her, leans forward, puts her hands on her face so that like only her eyes shows. Like, it's <laughs> Master Shield breaking. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> <laughs> and the halfling goes, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." right ahead and gives you a key and points you towards an elevator and we're using a key to find her (laughs) oh no the key has a room number on it Ah. the key has a room yeah so yes there we go okay this might be the point to pause and jump to six and hannah yeah okay so your has the key then right someone does the key exists. Or does it? Or does it? Both of you are playing pretty responsible characters when it comes to things like that, so... <laughs> yeah, know. but if one of our bags gets stolen... I'm just considering. Okay. 
No, steal that. Don't <laughs> oh. <laughs> you dare. I have precious things in there. <laughs> Not precious enough that Zerobel took them, if you still have them. I know, like the, the like, small amount of coins. <laughs> She's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are Six and Hannah up to? Um, you just had uh, what might be a near-death experience. You finally got back all the materials for this reincarnation. As far as I remember, we we left and we're heading back. Yes, you left yeah. and you were heading back. Um, so while you're traveling through this area of town called the Slant, could I please get perception checks? Yay! Yeah, that thing I'm actually okay at. <laughs> Twenty-two. Hmm. Um, nice. <laughs> Uh, 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, with a 22 and a 23, which are excellent, um, do-do-do-do-do. Because we're not walking with Marib. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you would be absolutely bummed. <laughs> yeah. Marib's just got that cross orientation transcendence appeal. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so as you're walking back now i i've said this isn't like necessarily the best part of town it is pretty established um and at some point you pass by an alleyway and you see some familiar magenta hair it's by and you both are absolutely sure you know who that is. Zerabelle! <laughs> over here! Over here! <laughs> uh, you actually do see a full face of Zerabelle before she ducks into the alleyway and um, basically goes, ah, shit! <laughs> and then just starts booking it. I just wanted to ask how you're doing. Six pulls out the stone... The speaking stone is like, <laughs> Zerubel, come back here. We just want to be friends now. Do you want to try a persuasion for that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Advantage, because Ilavar isn't with us. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> not advantage on this one. Six is the one who is trying to roll her up into a burrito so i didn't <laughs> burrito not burrito but oh, oh wow <laughs> 20. oh 26 okay this is great <laughs> you about i'm really sorry Congrats. for trying to turn you into a burrito okay you wait i'm really sorry i treated you like shit come back please let's talk this out because you've been uh, uh, looking around and making sure you're trying to keep her in view, um, you actually see little head pop out from like a rooftop as you hear back on your sending stone <laughs> <laughs> cell phone on your sending stone. <laughs> you really mean that? I wave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with all my heart, I sincerely do. Six, I, uh, six, um, six, something really fucky is going around, is going on here. So, uh, 
Oh, Oh, something fucking. Where are you going? Yeah? Uh, we were just heading back to the first bastion. You know, that place. Uh, what, what's fucky? Come down and tell us about it. Or do you feel safe to come down and talk to us? Uh, almost definitely not. But I'll tell you what. I will follow at a safe distance. So that no one can see me. Also, have you been hearing me all this time and just not picking up? Oh, no, I put this at the bottom of my bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't hear, like, any calls at all. <laughs> Six is actually laughing. Six is like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. I leave, I leave it on no ring. And, like, okay. I was just shouting for you at breakfast. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay. Um Oh, that explains a lot actually. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay, well, um I get a chance to roll some stealth. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I rolled twelve. For zero bell, which is not great. So, um, I guess if you two are continuing to return to the Mercenary Guild Castle area, um, uh, a, a flustered zero bell is uh, following behind, is kind of tagging behind, but is not, not as stealthy as maybe she thinks she is. <laughs> oh dear. I want to roll to see if I actually this notice it. Yeah, <laughs> because, because to me, to me, all that happens was I saw, like, I saw her disappear off. I heard six talking, and then I saw her on a roof, and now she's gone. <laughs> so, I don't notice her. I only got an eight. No, you certainly don't. <laughs> six, yeah. Let's see. Uh, twenty-three. <laughs> So, so that's yeah. Six is like this is adorable. <laughs> so yeah, as we're walking, I'm just like, I f- I feel bad for Zirabel. I mean, she's probably got quite a lot to worry about, and I saw her on the roof there, and she doesn't seem very um. Uh, and she's scared. Uh, I just want to do more for her, you know. It's okay. She's following us, you know. What? Yeah. You I look around and don't see it. <laughs> well, just she's well, hiding she behind the lamppost at the exact right time. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a cartoon. Um Six is just like, just trust me on this one. Um she's 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 not far behind at all. Um and once we're at the first bastion we what that's what I call it now, by the way. The first bastion is the place to be. Um once we get there, we can talk this out and see what's up and see what we can do for her. Cause I agree. That girl ain't right. <laughs> but she can't get in unless the doorkeeper lets her in. Well I I assume She'll come out of the shadows by then, and she can come in with us. 
If not, uh, I've got this sending stone and we can coordinate something. I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. She's... As soon as you said sending stone, like that Hannah has that dead-eyed ten, like thousand yard stare of this is all above my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, let's keep going. I can't see her around, so she's very good at hiding, apparently. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Six looks over and she's like on top yeah. of a crate. <laughs> It's like, um, I'm just picturing, like, Skyrim with, like, the eye that closes when you're being stealthy, and sometimes it's just... <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm gonna keep, keep like, as we're walking, I'm going to keep, like, looking around to see if I can find her and obviously fail. <laughs> you know, as a halfling, you can probably do a lot with just standing behind people wearing ropes. <laughs> so... Yeah, especially but, like you know, thick wintry robes. When you have magenta hair, <laughs> so you make it back to the main house, the, the first bastion, as we're going to call it. Now. <laughs> Neat, <laughs> like that one. And you wait maybe, let's say, a good five minutes at the gate, and the gatekeeper comes around the other side, and. Then Zirabel appears from the bushes. Says, okay, okay, I made it. Okay. Oh, what? What? Uh, this keeps people out, right? As much as it keeps people in sometimes. Well, mostly keeps people out. Oh, what? Where did you appear from? How did you follow us without me seeing you? <laughs> Is Zirabel the type to wink and say tools of the trade? Because I feel like she is. <laughs> Do it. Tools of the trade. <laughs> Whoa. This isn't going to spoil the starry-eyed, like... As if you didn't meet her absolutely trapped in a room. <laughs> Six isn't going to spoil the magic here for both of them. It's just going to let it happen. Uh, he, he knocks on the gate. Yeah. Uh, you guys all ready now? Yes, we found the oils. That's what we were looking for. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he opens up the gate and creates a temporary wax in the magic that surrounds it that protects it from people flying in or coming in or, you know. And to be clear, you can get out, but you cannot get Ah. in is the thing. Because, um, seems like a safety precaution. Okay, so what are you doing here? How about, unless, you know, there are too many bad memories associated with it, I was going to say we could go to the shed for some privacy. Or, was it a shed? It felt like a shed. It was a bathhouse? The bathhouse. So rustic. Uh... Can we just, should we just hand in the, what we came for first and then discuss it? I feel this is kind of important and it's kind of what we were hired to do. Well, he's not going to be resurrected right away. There's still stuff, right? There's still stuff that's needed and Cerebella said things were fucky. 
And that sounds serious, too. I am right here. So how fucky on a scale of one to ten? I don't know. Things are pretty, pretty fucked. Okay, if you hand me the oils and zero bell and six, you can talk and I will go and hand in the oils and then I can come back. Mm. Are you sure, Hannah? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I just feel awkward having conversations without you around because you're cool. And I like to keep you in the know, because you're my friend. But... Well, you can keep me in the know when I get back and explain. Right. All right. See you then. And Six hands you the oils. Okay. And motions dramatically towards the shed. Like a a bit of a bow. (laughs) Like after you. I kind of like say to Sarah Belga, if he tries to roll you up again, punch him into kidneys and like, go into the... I think they have a knife for that, actually. Even better idea. Cats don't have very good kidneys, okay? Oh, gosh. We've gone another branch of the party split. <laughs> yeah! Oh, no. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, so, Hannah, you're headed inside? Yes. Hannah remembers who she's going to hand it to, but I don't. <laughs> it was probably Hyacinth. Um, however, uh, when you enter the main hall area, there is... At the, at the big table, you have Carpathius and Cheery and Connie and... In between them is just like a pile of letters and memories and written down stuff. Uh, That's what they were asked to do is to create and write down as many memories as they could um, of Halbros. So um, if you ask, Hyacinth is uh, preparing the, well, she moved around the dining, the, 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 informal dining room area to be the location for the magic. Yeah, so I'll kind of not sit down, but kind of lean on the table kind of like, hi. <laughs> and be like, um, so I have the uh, oils. Um, I, is Hyacinth around so I can hand them in? I'm not sure of the look around at the everything i'm not sure of the layout of this place (laughs) um cheery uh connie gives you like a a little bit of a shy smile and pretends to be doing something with her hands (laughs) um and uh cheery goes she's preparing the body um if you go the door and then if you make a right uh that's where she is preparing the body uh okay um could you repeat that, please? <laughs> yeah. So if you go to that door, if you make a right, she's in the she's in the you know the little like lunch room, and um, okay, yeah. Thank you, Cheery. And I'm gonna like shyly wave to Connie and uh, okay, oh, and go. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to keep going, but you're gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. 
Hyacinth has prepared. Uh, I want to use the phrase mummy-like, only in that the, the body of Helros has been prepared and wrapped in many layers of cloth. Um, but other than that, there aren't a lot of uh, similarities. On the floor, she has painted almost perfect circles and... There are uh, four equidistant sections that are empty. Um, There are no candles in them. They are specifically places at the north, south, east, and west in which uh, the items that correspond to elements will be placed. As as I've opened the door, kind of realized that I've just intruded and knock on it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) as it's open, go, uh, hello? Oh, Hannah! Uh, you made it. Oh, um, if you don't mind, just don't tread on any lines. I would appreciate uh, okay. that. Okay. Um, okay. I look and very carefully step around. <laughs> uh, I have the uh, oils you asked for. Let me just pull them out and show the box. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Um, believe... Ah, uh, she goes, this one goes over here, and this one goes... Okay, this is great. Um, I maybe need a few hours, but we should be able to spend this evening working on this. Okay, you'll be there, right? You'll help? Uh, I will try, as uh, this all looks incredibly complicated, and... Uh, she just looks around at the entire thing, it's just like... I. I don't know how I could help, but if you want me to, I can try. Oh, don't worry. I have everything figured out. Um, I believe that we have a little thing for each person to do. I just, I'm not sure if Carpathius will be able to join us. Uh, Cherry is very specifically not allowed to join in this one. Uh, She's not a high enough level yet. Also, Probably not the type of thing a young girl should be doing, but that's not up to me. That's been, you know, Carpathius' decision with the her father not here right now. So that's just what that yes, situation um, is. Uh, probably and, best for children not to uh, deal with corpses. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, and I, I think Connie has decided that she's just not going to help at all. So, you know, it's just us. It'll be fine. Uh, well, I... I'll try and help however I can. I'm not at all practiced in the arcane. And she, like, look again, looks around at everything completely overwhelmed and just goes... Um, she looks at you and very specifically says, Can you read? Or do you have skill in music? I can read. Okay. I can sing a little bit, but badly. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll take that into account. We'll go over the whole experience later, and everything's going to be totally okay. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yes, it yeah, will. I, absolutely. You're uh, have you inc- heard back? You, I believe in you. Oh, thanks. I think can need that. Um, uh, have you heard from Ilavara and about and your about JT and Narabia? Uh, not yet, but I. I believe in them very much, and I think they're going to come back anytime soon. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, sounds I will good. Uh, leave you be because this looks incredibly complicated and I am taking up mm. a lot of your time. And uh, thank you. And she just like bows slightly and steps out. <laughs> okay. Very specifically not stepping on any lines. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I'm going to try and work out how to get back to the bathhouse, <laughs> which probably takes a little bit. <laughs> Roll d20 for the minutes it takes. Oh, I can roll an intel- I can- Do you want me to roll an intelligence save to see if I can? <laughs> yes, go for it. Let's see what happens. 11. Oh. <laughs> 13 minus 2. Actually, give me a survival check. Because I want to know. Survival? Oh. I want to know um, if you go anywhere interesting. <laughs> 19. Um, with a 19, I think you do a full circuit. And that's yes. what takes a while. You, um, you go out the uh, kitchen door and you walk around the front of the building all the way around. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't think Hannah's the type to me get distracted when she sees, like, training dummies and stuff. But, um... Yeah. No, but she does watch. She does like as she's walking, she does that thing where she just keeps them in her eye the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You do note that there is a little like smithy area in one side. Ooh. um, That might be something that later. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jump to six and Cerebell. Says six, explain to Zerabel how you're not going to murder her in this shed. In this shed of murder. No, it's a shed of of laundry and baths and not murder. Um so Six lies on his back with his arms up. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, You can trust me, okay? I'm defenseless. <laughs> I am at your mercy. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of knew that before. Uh, <laughs> so, before you put your hands up, but you know, kind of running low on people trying not to kill me these days. I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> he like sits upright. He's like, now that you trust me. All right, dish. <laughs> what is the fuckery? I gotta know. I kind of want another persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get another 26. I think that's 26. pretty fair. <laughs> yeah. I want to see another 26. I want that to happen. Okay, what do I get? Oh. Yeah, I got seven. <laughs> He's that's spent a it all. Ooh, He's wow. like, tell me now! <laughs> do you have inspiration? <laughs> Good question. Uh, is it? I think I'm the only one that's used mine so I far. I think I have mm-hmm. maybe used mine. I don't have it checked off here. So, uh, so um, tell me. Zerabel kind of looks around, says, "You know, um, shit. I really." I really appreciate you doing this. I do. I do. Don't think I don't because I do. Okay. But it's just things are dangerous. Okay. Around here, things are different. Okay. Than they're supposed to be. And 
Yeah, I it's it's just be, it's better if you don't know, honestly. It you're it's probably it's probably safer that way. Hmm. Oh no, you said the you said the words. If you don't know, he's hungry for knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> There's some like weird hungry for knowledge thing. Yeah. It, I mean, is it is it? I, uh-uh. I accidentally I don't think I intentionally because tabaxis are like curious or something as like a racial thing, but then like like six is just six. Um, so he looks at Zirabel and he's like, "Okay, twenty questions, five questions. Are we, as in me and?" My friends, the ones you stayed in here, in this very place, are we in danger? Can you tell me that? I mean, like, probably if you keep on doing things, is the... Someone's gonna notice. First Bastion Mercenary Company in danger. I mean, literally all the time. That's what they do. Okay, okay. Um, you have a point. Uh, that was a bad question. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> um, what is that like? Two. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. <laughs> this character's so angry. I'm sorry. I'm living this. <laughs> Love it. I'm loving this and living this. <laughs> Can you stick around? I don't know. Maybe you'd be safer here. What do you think? Pretty sure I will be, so... Okay. I guess I'll just, like, haunt this laundry room or something. Okay, but if you stick around, you know, you're really not going to tell us what's, uh, what's happening? Don't think that would be good for us to be in the know? Give me another persuasion check. Okay. Uh, 16. With a 16. Uh, look, um, I, I I just, I'll tell you when I'm ready, okay? And maybe that's not right now, but I'll be ready at some point. Is that, is that enough? It'll have to be. Look, all you need to know, I didn't tell anyone Anyone, anyone about the body we found. I wouldn't snitch any time, ever, okay? But they knew. Who? Who knew? I, shit, I can't say. Zirabelle, you can trust me. I'm the most trustworthy guy I know. He is. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't snitch. Look, the whole... Every single Velvet Needle is celebrating right now. That's all you need to know. Every single one. Velvet Needles. That's oh my God. the tattoo people. Yeah? Am I close? She um, takes off uh, her jacket and shows you on her shoulder um, that tattoo she has of like a crossbow with a uh, needle on it and she says you see anyone with this just know that they're celeb- they're 
having a good time. Okay. And I that's that's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's bad. We saw a bunch of them. Okay, that means that I guess I guess they don't know who you are, which is good. That's good. Who are you, Cirabelle? Look, Six, it's good to not have a bunch of celebratory murderous thieves know what you look like. That's a good thing, okay? Yeah. Just kind of take that. Good for me, not good for them. And believe me, and yes, it's good for you. It's good for you. It's probably good for them, too. I don't know. But yeah, that's all. Okay? Um, I'll be here. I'll be here, but... Okay. You have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Thank you for the safe route. Don't you dare lock the door, or I will just get out again. Uh, uh, look, it's not exactly a good lock. Yeah. They're not <laughs> storing, you know, the crown jewels in here. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for everything you've told me. And like I said, you'll be safe here. I promise. And Six is like, sort of like, standing up a little squarely, and then he says, Is there, is there anything else on your mind? Do you want this back, by the way? And he pulls out the sending stone. And she looks at you like, I don't fucking care. Oh, okay. Well, did you leave? You think I paid for that? Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you, you left it here on purpose so we would contact you? Yeah, I owe you all a bit of a a life debt. I see. It was that or trying to throw myself out of, you know, trying to figure out how to get out of that window and climbing down. Look, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. And that's everything you... You want to volunteer right now, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Have a pleasant evening. Okay, so I think at this point, uh, Zirabelle is going to lie low in the most unlikely place, her enemy's laundry room. Six um, is just going to walk out and like slowly close the door behind so let's go over to Yor and Illavara. Yor has the key. We're going into an elevator. Going into a fancy elevator. Yeah. So we pop back to Illavara and Yor and Marib at the Cold River Inn. You've just been given a key. A key with a room number on it. What's the room number? 504. 69. No. <laughs> 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 so, it's elevator time? Yeah. Okay. So, you go up to the fifth floor. It is the top floor of this building. And uh, when you approach the room, there's a lock and there are two doorknobs. They look identical. A lock and two doorknobs on the same door? Yep. Everything else about this is um, 
kind the hall is it's small it's kind of innocuous and forgettable you might if you didn't get turned around too much remember that this door is facing in the direction of the river so that is a thing and there are only a few rooms on this floor well i think i'll knock first okay uh there's no answer would you like to try again? Yo, I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you hear anything? Give me a perception check. Ah, uh, shit. Uh-huh. I'm probably going to fail anyway, so that's probably accurate. Oh. Uh, I got an 18. Okay. You hear a little bit of scuttering on the inside, and then it stops. Suddenly. Some, sounds like something's in there. I mean, we could hear through doors. We'll just kind of. <laughs> I just knock again. Mm-hmm. JT, it's Marib and others from the company. We need to talk to you. Uh, Marib whispers, "Um, uh, I can just, um, yeah, I can just wait out here if that's okay. I don't know. Keep a lookout. All right. Oh." Arab looks around the very empty hallway. I mean, maybe there's like a vase of dried eucalyptus or something. It's desolate. A sad landscape painting on a wall that you immediately forget. Look, I love hotels. This is not a hotel I might love. So um, after a few minutes, after a few minutes, after a few seconds, let's be realistic. After a few seconds, the door opens a crack and says, who are you? Hey, uh, we were sent by the mercenary company. We're looking for JT. Hmm. And who's asking? Uh, two people you wouldn't know and Marib. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're cool. <laughs> uh, Marib kind of appears behind you. Hey. <laughs> and the door is flung open and JT comes barreling through you and this is a small human woman I want to say maybe five feet tall um arms outstretched very slight build big mouth smiling extremely pale dark hair and she goes and she grabs mouth she and she kisses her on both cheeks it is so nice to see you and is this is this oh let me guess is this your? Is this Ilavara? Oh, and she goes surprise to glances, a, uh, a kiss on each cheek. Um, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <The> alarm! <laughs> oh, come in, come in, come in, come in, come, 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 come. I make, I'm going to make some tea. Come on. Um, I, I, I don't think we have time for that, unfortunately. Uh, she's walking in the door. Um, <laughs> and invites uh, you in to her parlor. Uh, Marib, we don't we don't have time for this. Yeah, <sighs> going in. Marib very politely shuts the door behind her. Um, on the inside, the door has one, <laughs> one doorknob. One a trick doorknob. Oh, you didn't check it. Uh. I kind of want to. Mm. Mm. 
JT gestures to um the the room the room you enter into is yeah it's a it's a small it's apartment living uh very obviously not the size of apartment that could handle a lot of people at once this um it room is a very close space maybe ten by fifteen uh there is a um plain oval coffee table in the middle there's a couch um not quite. Like, it looks new, but it is comfortable. It's a comfortable type of couch. Two identical chairs on the other side with a small table between them. Uh, the room has no uh, open doors past what you can see right now. So you can't really see through to the back or anything. And JT goes through one door. And then uh, she brings out a tea set that is... Already hot. Bet she gets along with Hyacinth. Oh, uh, yeah, and like really um, very fresh cucumber sandwiches. Aww. It's very real. Yeah. Take a seat, take a seat. Okay. Now what brings you here? Tell me all about the business at the fort. Uh. Uh. <laughs> nervous glance. <laughs> She's in too good of a mood to hear the bad news. <laughs> So, uh, because I'm bad at taking notes, remind me, who's the guy that died? What's his name? Um, his name is Halros Quint, but you know him better as the Master Spellwright. Yeah, so for more of a description, JT is a short human woman, very pale skin, um, with a bunch of birthmarks and shortcut brown hair. She's, I want to say somewhere between... 40 to 50, 55. It's very hard to tell because she um, moves with a lot of grace and ease. And you are in her flowery parlor. Elvara, do you want to break this to her? <laughs> JT, the master spellwright is dead. Uh, JT stops pouring tea and goes, Ah, come again? He was killed. And his body has been copied and is being used by another. That is why we came, and that is why we need you to go back with us. Urgently. Um, JT stops pouring the tea. And she stands up and suddenly goes from someone who is interested in hearing a story she perhaps already knows to someone who is an authority. And she looks at Marib and says, Can you confirm? Marib says, I, uh, I just heard it from them. So I was just going to head back to HQ and see what was going on. JT sighs and says, Before we do that, I would like you to tell me everything you know. And yes, yes, come. Come, come, come. Uh, and she goes through one of the side doors. Okay. Fill her in on painfully every last detail. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you go through the door, you enter um, from what was a flowery, extremely neat parlor. You go through um, a kitchen that is actually extremely sparse in terms of like keeping food around it, it doesn't look like it's for show it just looks like the type of kitchen where like 
If you open the fridge, you're going to see mustard, uh, hoarded packets of hot sauce, and like ancient ice brew, <laughs> ice brew, cold brew or something. Like it, it's just that kind of wow. You don't even not have seasonings. You have salt that is full. <laughs> right. What what lives here? Does anything live here? You go through that to that galley style kitchen, um, and into a back room. How do you explain? It? it is a large room that was very obviously like a master bedroom that's been changed around because there is one window that is completely opened to the city. It overlooks the river, and that is the only source of light in this room. And the rest of the room, it, the walls are plastered in drawings and notes of different size paper. There's obviously some sort of color-coded system going on that you don't understand. Um, there's basically a whole red yarn billboard on one side and an absolute, yeah, every kind of supply you might need and a whole slew of scrolls and maps laid around. Wow. There's obviously some sort of order here, but if you don't necessarily know what it is, there's a corner that is dedicated to uh, different uh, crossbows and arrows, like like a little bit of a crafting corner that is completely neat. And you get the sense that something was... Going, this is a place where something is always happening, and you've happened to come in at a moment of relative quiet. There aren't really, I, I mean, there's like one chair, it's probably a stool somewhere. You know, this isn't, this isn't a parlor, this is a place where one person does their work. Um, and Marab certainly doesn't look for a place to sit down. Just stands by the door politely and takes a look. Is there anything without, like, peering at any one thing closely that stands out? Like, what could be on these notes and things? Hmm. Do you want to roll a perception check or maybe maybe a Boy, stealth check, actually? A stealth check to try to take a look at what's going on. I rolled a 16. Okay. So with the 16, I think you notice two things. Oh, and your can also roll a, a perception or stealth check as they prefer. Mm -hmm. um, if they want to take a look at what's going on here. Um, you notice two things that you recognize. One, you... Hey. Okay. So you're rolled in 18. One, while glancing around, Ilavara notices um, her name on the wall in a section. Don't like that. Mm -hmm. uh, with some notes in a curvy handwriting that is slightly different than the other ones. Um, two, you notice some notes about a library that you have spent a lot of time in in this city. Because that is the library that the lore keeper worked at. So you recognize uh, some notes about that library. You need to name that library. Do I? Do I ever? <laughs> no, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, Anna could. But I, it's where, it's where uh, 
six in Illavara met, and now it's got this lore keeper, and it's a place. It, yeah, it is a place. Yeah, it's the library with a capital M. <laughs> the library. The library. Elthana's Memorial Library. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Might just keep that. <laughs> That's some like he- Harvey Dent Memorial <laughs> Park type thing going on. Um, <clears throat> okay, and you're, you notice with an 18 perception, you notice a group of um, on a separate section of wall, you notice a group of drawings that are of uh, missing persons from the city. Um, and you notice them because this is these are the types of drawings that you've probably seen while out and about in the city. There are notices that go up on billboards, um, that go up on, I believe I said there was a cork board in like the middle of town. And that's the type of place that Yor would spend time looking for gigs. Mm-hmm. So you notice that this is like a collection of all of them and a bunch of notes around them and about them, what they look like. There's a note about if they, if there's a pers- um perception about if they have a certain type of job a profession that's the word (laughs) if there's a profession that they do or where they were last seen so that's something that you notice outright interesting i don't like it what if she's the doppelganger (laughs) what this is a lot of back work (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true yeah, so um, JT sits behind a desk, takes out some paper, and says, You must tell me exactly what you found, and do not spare detail. Was that the point when Ilavaro is going to... Give a very military-like report. Okay, yeah. We arrived at 0700, <laughs> so-and-so's first, mm-hmm. then we came across three insurgents... You know, going from there like that. Yeah. Um, I think there's... Could I get an insight from Don't make me perform. No, it's fine. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Can I get an insight from your... Okay. Oh, rip. (laughs) It's a four. I just want to say that I love... I love that your was like... Ilavara, like, for the bad news part... And Ilavara is just like grabbing your for like pleasantries, and it's just like <laughs> yeah, they really work well. Yeah. Pleasant yeah. and the unpleasant. Oh, real yeah. cop, bad it's cop adorable. situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that's an inside of four. Um, you were trying to take a look to see if anything piques your interest with regard to how JT's expression is, or maybe if Mar- Marab has any sort of extra, if there's anything that like you notice that's a bit different. But you notice that at your foot is, um, how do you explain? It's an umbrella that's brought you a ball and looks like it would like to play fetch. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. I'm not even gonna ask any questions about that. <laughs> Here you go. You're like, you're like, chucks it yeah. always. 
It uh, does a little like jellyfish umbrella motion together and kind of starts back and then soccer balls the ball back and waits. Ready to go again. Good job. <laughs> it's like the Ottoman from Beauty and the Beast. But an umbrella. <laughs> well, that's inexplicably an animal. That's true. It's just a transformed animal. It's like try not to be disruptive about it, but like, you can't, can't say no to that. Mm-hmm. Adorable. Okay, so Ilovara, mm, I want to know how long it takes, but Honestly, it seems like it's going to take a solid 15, 30 minutes in game of just explaining what's yes. going on, like catching them. Um, and at the end of it, JT looks up at you um, at, at Ilovar and very specifically says, Ilovar, we do not know each other, but that was some excellent reporting. Ah. Uh, now, my question she is... She just bows slightly. Has anyone contacted the Master Oracle about this? Anyone? Anyone at all? We're not sure. So... Hyacinth may have. No, um... Hyacinth is... I explained. She's very good at many different things. And many things. Um, but... But Hyacinth does not have the ability to speak over very long distances unless she enlists, say, a friend that is a sparrow or squirrel. And we do not have time for that because the Master Oracle is very far away. So, we will have to head down there immediately and see what's going on. And at that moment... That's when you start hearing alarm bells in the town below. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, you look outside, and there's... I, I mean, also, Hannah and Six would hear these bells as well. These are the type of bells where the badgers, that's the emergency response slash guards of the town, are called into action and anyone available. And when you look out that window of her apartment, you see smoke rising from the middle of the city. Uh, what's, wait, what's in the middle of the city right now? Uh, give me a history check. Also, Six is just gonna reach back and like, like to Zero Bell, like, oh, you may. You may want to see this. I don't know. I got a 16 on history. Um, that is the location of the Elfana Memorial Library. No! No! <laughs> ah! no! <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end it today! No! no. no. <laughs> but I've got late books! <laughs> I can't return them. <laughs> Six would have so many late it's books. True. Like so many. It's true. He he wouldn't care as much about the fee because he has money, but he's also just like that. <laughs> <laughs> what a trash cat. <laughs> that was great. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Yay. Oh. Good job, everybody.
City in Snow is part of Novi Studios and takes place in the setting of Lanamora ages before the events of the Legends of Lanamora podcast. To find more City in Snow content, share your thoughts or predictions, or keep up with the silliness, check out the Twitter account City in Snow. Thanks again to my wonderful players. How can people find you all? This is Anna, and you can find my illustration work on Twitter at UnrulyCrypted or AnnaHannon.com. I am also TWench on itch.io with several games in development. I'm Lane. You can find whatever my personal brand is on Line the Order on Twitter and watch this space because I'm trying to get a small studio together and start some game dev. I'm Izzy, and you can find me and my art and writings through at SquishyNight on Twitter. I'm Miranda, and you can find me at Potato Farm on Twitter and itch.io and other places. I'm Lizzie, and you can find me at Lizzie Burr on Twitter. That's L-I-Z-Y underscore B-R on Twitter. To check out more shows and streams from Novi Studios, visit novistudio.io, N-O-V-I studio.io. That's all from us. Thank you, and have a great day. 